So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Breaking news from Sports Kita Wrestling. Could one of the sassiest and most stand for wrestling superstars be coming back? Sasha Banks could be reopening the vaults of kicking ass again. She is back at the WWE Performance Center. We haven't seen her since WrestleMania. Is she joining the WWE All Hands on Deck return to the road in a few weeks? Plus, Andrade is teasing something very big on this week's AEW. If you're watching this on demand, you may already know what it is. And Parker Bordeaux, the social media sensation who hasn't taken a single bump in a wrestling ring that we've seen so far, he's teasing that he will debut soon on WWE NXT. If you're watching live, get your thumbs up. Oh, it's a sports key to wrestling. Top story of the day. I'm doing this with sorrow. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? I am Kev Kelm. That is Jose underscore G underscore official. Uh, Jose, we got a lot of news here. A lot of news to dive into today. A lot of good news, too. It's nothing negative, nothing that's uh, that's breaking the internet, but I'll take it. You know, good news is always. After yeah. after last week, I'll take it. I'll take I'll absolutely. Take a, I'll take a positive wrestling news day for sure. If you're with us live or watching on demand for the first time, don't be afraid to subscribe, especially on YouTube, where we have hours of fresh content every single week. Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single week. Dutch Mantel reviewing SmackDown every single week. And tonight, we bring back the debrief, baby. That's right, covering AEW and NXT. We have some big AEW news in today's episode. So you get all of those, uh, plus these top stories of the day, Monday through Friday. Uh, and if you uh, you guys are with us on Facebook, by the way, I know we have a ton of content. We're going to be moving a lot of it exclusively over to YouTube. So make sure you get over to YouTube and subscribe to the Sports Kita Wrestling channel. You can see it down there if you're watching on YouTube. Just go there and hit the like button. It really supports the show. We climb up the proverbial internet ladder to the big old uh, big hit briefcase that we're looking for. Uh, let, let's get into the big story of the day here. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks has been seen, has been heard, has been felt at the WWE Performance Center. Uh, this lines up with news We've been hearing in the past week or so that Vince McMahon himself is at the WWE Performance Center scouting talent. Uh, This lines with previous reports that we had heard in the past month or so that WWE was asking for their main roster talent from Raw and SmackDown to hit the PC, get warmed up, mandatory preparation for WWE getting back on the road. Now, some fans obviously are like, how could you tell the wrestlers to do this? I don't see a problem with it. It seems like a a very good deal. And also now it's another sign of another big name coming back to the fold that maybe WWE was kind of holding off on until fans are back in the crowd. Yeah, but you're absolutely right, man. Is it, you know, Sasha Banks has had uh, among others, because there are other superstars that we haven't seen on TV for a long while 
They all have been ordered according to Fightful. Uh, Fightful Select that there have been a lot of the main rosters that are at the Performance Center this week. And this is coming off the reports of Vince McMahon reportedly being at the Performance Center, scouting some talent, mm-hmm. everything in preparation for going back to live touring. We're getting the fans back. Uh, that's the messaging that WWE has been hammering to us for the last month now. And it we're only three weeks, less than three weeks away to the return of fans officially. And this is serving uh, kind of like, you know, that that whole thing, man, because they got to be prepared for being back on the road. They've been in the Thunderdome for over a year now. Being back on the road is not the same as being in the Thunderdome. So they got to get their bodies back into touring shape. And this is one way of doing that. Uh, and anyone watching, if you are buying tickets in the United States, where the most of these dates are, if you're buying tickets to a WWE show, what show is that? Are you excited for it? Are you waiting? Are you waiting to see? I want to see what it's like, and maybe I'll come back. Let us know in the comments how you feel about this return. Sasha Banks, though, this is this is another big name that lines up with what we've been hearing, that everything is building towards SummerSlam this year, feeling like a very significant, maybe historic show for WWE, considering it's their first big stadium show full capacity out of the pandemic uh, and an even more uh, eventful show. It feels like it's going to be that first SmackDown July 16th, uh, followed by money in the bank that weekend, July 18th, uh, both down in Texas. Uh, those are going to be the first real events in front of full crowds. And then there we're scaling down the Thunderdome in the next few weeks. Uh, SmackDown, I believe that week prior will be the final uh, live broadcast from the Thunderdome. A Monday Raw will be taped from there. Mm-hmm. So uh, big names there. Do you think we get Sasha Banks before that live return? Do you think WWE does any kind of curveballs before we get to Houston, before we get in front of that live card? Do you think they're saving every big gun they have for that big rollout? Like WWE is back. We are in front of live crowds. It seems like that's the direction they're going in. Who knows, man? Uh, it'll be interesting just because that SmackDown back with fans um, that's the go-home show from Money in the Bank. So who's not to say that Sasha Banks takes the last spot for the women's Money in the Bank uh, ladder match, and she wins the damn thing? So, <laughs> you know, so who's not to say that that, that that might happen? On the other hand, they might save her for the, the following SmackDown leading up to uh, SummerSlam, give her mm-hmm. a few weeks to, uh, you know, Maybe the the show after Money in the Bank. So I don't know. I'm okay with either. But this is True. this is a good sign. Yes, I mean doing doing something big after Money in the Bank would be significant as well. You know, because you're you're writing at high and uh, you know think about it. At this point, we're expecting John Cena at some point in 2021. Uh, all signs point to him coming back. You know, it's soon in some form, whether or not it's a full fledged match, maybe just a cameo, maybe just a promo, of some kind. You're going to see him. Becky Lynch is training for an in-ring return. Congratulations to her and Seth Rollins. They get married this week. Um, we're seeing that line up. We're talking, we're talking about Brock Lesnar coming back. You know, there's a lot of people coming back here, and that's really going to shift up who gets on TV or maybe who you've been watching on television. So, I mean, if, if you're in that WWE Performance Center, I think you want to be there. I don't think anybody doesn't want to be there right now because if Vince is just watching you train, and the word is they're doing they're doing shows for no one. They're just going out mm-hmm. there and having matches just to see, all right, you guys got to get in front of a crowd, see what this is like, and work a match at the pace, the pace of a crowd because we haven't done that regularly with, with some of our talents for the better part of a year and a half. And maybe even the television crew has to learn that. How do we shoot with a crowd? We have to get those mm-hmm. crowd reactions again. So we got to get just, back to that. Yeah, it's not just a preparation for 
um the 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 in-ring talent but the referees the production crew um a lot of coordination yeah it's a lot of coordination and it's a lot of like readjustment too you know so uh i'm excited for it i think this is this is irrefutably good news for wwe irrefutably if you're a fan of (laughs) sasha banks this is great news you're gonna see her back in the ring definitely before SummerSlam. i think oh i'm absolutely ecstatic for the possibility that we get to see the blueprint the standard the leader Sasha Banks, the boss back in the, WWE. The boss, Sasha Banks. She has that. She has that. She has that pause, like when she when she talks. The, the <laughs> Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, honestly, I, know, I think silly. that's half the reason why silly. people like her. Uh, fan sports saying, "Is the PC the same as the CWC?" As far as we know, yes. Um, the the Capital Wrestling Center. I haven't been there, but I've been, I've been told by people it's a it's a slightly separate area. But Capital Wrestling Center is a part of the WWE Performance Center. Yes, it is. Um, uh, James Fernando Espanto. Tagway. Tagway. All right, James Espanto Fernando Tagway. <laughs> Uh, he's always with us. Dave says, is Sasha taping the new Boba Fett show? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she was away for a while. You didn't see her for a while. And she does have a standing role in that Disney Plus series uh, with The Mandalorian. And that was a big hit for her. A lot of people think maybe that's the reason why we're not going to see her that much in WWE or it's going to be, you know, broken up like this. Uh, but, I mean, obviously she came back after the first season and had a big run as champion. I don't, I don't, I mean, if they can figure out a way to have her still in the company. Maybe that's what she was doing. While she's been out yeah. since WrestleMania, or, or, taping or, this, or, yeah, or filming something else, we don't even know. Or filming, they were else. super low key about that when she did it. No, oh, yeah. when, when nobody, nobody, no one knew. Yeah, they they did a very good job. I was surprised. Usually, stuff like that, uh, you know, leak and get out there. Uh, and Shoddy Frick says, "I didn't even know the WWE still existed." <laughs> Shoddy, I don't believe that in the slightest. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe you when you're just trying to keep your nose up this far from smelling your own farts. You know what I mean? Come on now, Shadi. <laughs> you don't you don't believe it either. What's up, Appleton, Wisconsin? If you're watching for the first time, tell us where you guys are watching from for the first time and get on screen, especially if you're on demand. If you guys are watching in the uh if you guys are watching on demand too, we want to know where you are as well. So uh definitely interesting here. Uh, and yes, the Mandalorians will invade the WWE PC. Everyone wants her like to do the cosplay thing. They want her to like just show up as her character. What, Listen, what a- we had zombies invade the Thunderdome, so I'm okay with the Mandalorians I, invading oddly, the CWC. Oddly, yeah, people would get less. They would get less mad about that. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They, they, yeah. Star Wars tie-in. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be less mad about it here. What up, Ontario? What's going on north of the border? Hope you guys are doing well up there. Uh, so let's get into our other big story. Obviously, if you're watching this on demand after AEW Dynamite, I know we will have the debrief live tonight right around 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Uh, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that'll cover AEW in this week's NXT. We have some big NXT news to cover within today's show as well. Uh, but Andrade uh, made some waves coming in to AEW. Uh, he debuted with Vicky Guerrero introducing him. And tonight he's promising a surprise. There's also been teases on his end, cryptically, that Zelina Vega could be joining his side once again. She was with him in WWE. She is a free agent as far as we know, uh, but she did film reportedly some things for WWE in the past few months, inclining some people to believe that she was coming back to the company. Now, those that footage, whatever it may be, has not come to light as to what it is. Uh, and there was mixed reports that that involved uh, Simone Johnson, niece, uh, the daughter 
of Dwayne Rock Johnson, that maybe she could have been seconding that character and, and having a role in NXT, but none of that came to light, you know? Uh, so what do you think? A lot of people think it's Elena Vega. Uh, I could see a little bit of a curveball being thrown here. Could be, could be fun. I mean, who's, who's not to say that they weren't filming, uh, filming fighting with my family too, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, was Elena Vega playing page in the second enrollment of the movie, but, uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Andrade El Idolo. I know you still have problems pronouncing El Idolo. Uh, we tried this before the show (laughs) and I could not get it right. Uh, he dropped a little tease on Twitter today and he said, it's almost time ready for my surprise because we are tranquilo so what does that mean the only other person that uses tranquilo is selena vega when she was wrestling and being his valet or or tetsuya naito that would be awesome too Uh, i mean just imagine the the pop that tetsuya naito would get yeah so for those who don't know tetsuya naito one of top stars in new japan for wrestling he is also in los incanabres de hajabang all right, the LIJ los, faction, los, los Ingobernables de Japón. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I, 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 I try. I try very, very hard and fail miserably. Hey, that's why I'm your backup, Kevin. <laughs> that's why you're. That's why you're here. So LIJ, that faction, uh, debuted in New Japan, and Andrade has had some roles in New Japan when he was still performing under a mask prior to his WWE days, and then was in the LIJ faction in Mexico in CML. So I mean, that is his roots. I think when you're do, I think it goes in that direction. Duh, AEW already has a standing relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan needs a real solid kick in the ass, even though they have these big dome shows coming up over in Japan. They need some interest in them, or at least need interest in people watching them on their streaming service. And they're launching some stateside shows. Naito is not advertised for those shows. Uh, but having him come over or members of LIJ that could be available to AEW with with the you know the continental issues or the entire LIJ. What if the that entire would be wild? That would be really really wild. I don't know if New Japan would let that happen now because of all the different issues in Japan with so like, very few people. Like the vaccination rate is like less than ten percent. Yes, yeah, that's crazy it. to me. Uh, so uh, yeah, and uh, other people texting Naito on AEW would be incredible. I think that that's the big the big swerve here. Uh, James King says Andrade coming out with Tessa Blanchard. Uh, well, Tessa has been a, a free agent now for how long? Almost a year, over a year, right? Sounds yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. I yeah, I mean, uh, she she leaves uh, uh, Impact Wrestling. Actually, very... no, it hasn't been a year yet. I think because she, she got released right around October. So okay. yeah, it's just, it's, we're approaching the year. Hey, it's been a long year. <laughs> so it really um, has. So she leaves Impact very uh, unceremonious dismissal as the first Impact women's women to become world champion. Uh, men like when they went world world title. And then she has to like send the belt back and there's, she isn't coming in and even taping. She isn't even taking the fall to drop the title. And there was the, there was the mess before that. So a lot of, I think I could see the AEW crowd either one loving this idea, half of them and the other half hating it. Yeah. It's a very young, um, socially motivated crowd, uh, like in terms of just social issues. And I could see them being very, very angry with the previous, you know, reported comments that Tessa has made off mic, that people thought were, were racist, unacceptable, could see them go, not liking that. But who knows? Uh, so a lot of surprises uh, on this in the weeks ahead. We'll we'll know tonight what they're doing here. We'll know we'll know tonight for sure if they're doing something big on, on this way. Uh, uh, and also NXT. 
I thought they had a great episode this week. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Loved Last it. night was bonkers. Everything. Uh, I enjoyed the frenetic nature backstage. I liked how uh, Johnny Gargano thought he pulled one up on Karrion Cross, And one of the best, you don't know, someone sneaking up on you shots they've ever shot in wrestling. This we have a meme of it. It's on our YouTube page. If you want to go to our YouTube community page, uh, and it and it's it's like uh, Johnny Gargano is a paycheck. He's like, hey, I got a paycheck, <laughs> you know. Like, and then behind him is just this shark of a person, Karen Cross <laughs> coming up that says bills. <laughs> it was nice. It was really really cool. That angle was perfect. I think the Diamond Mine group came together really well in a presented match. They're doing some great thing with the women. Lot of elevation here. Uh, we saw a lot of names released, sadly, last week from NXT uh, off television. But now they announced this week the breakout tournament. So it kind of lines up like, all right, so there was some oh, there was some talent we were not going to keep. But here are the talent we're going to push. All right, you want you, yep. you want to you get mad at us releasing people? Here's a bunch of new people we're going to present in this breakout tournament. And they really put over home and several different vignettes that this match, this tournament that we did a few years ago, presented a whole new wave of talent that you've seen on television on XT Iran Smackdown and now we're going to do it again so I could see some fans kind of sleeping on this uh, but if Parker Bordeaux the social media sensation who hasn't even had a wrestling match that people think is going to be bigger than Brock Lesnar because he looks like Brock Lesnar I think people are getting out of hand with that he's teasing that he will be participating in this tournament what do you think of this in general NXT seems like they're in a forward trajectory at the moment yeah, I think uh, I think this is a good thing. Uh, you know, it's been two years since we last had our break, <clears throat> our last breakout. <clears throat> excuse me, last breakout tournament uh, for NXT. That's all the likes of what we see now as Cameron Grimes, Isaiah Swerve Scott, who's now the new North American champion, uh, Dexter Loomis, uh, Angel Garza, who's now a mainstay on Monday Night Raw. So you know, the breakout tournament serves as a catalyst to a lot of these superstars. Parker Bordreau, we have not seen a single match from Parker Bordreau. He's still selling merch. There. He found a the way to sell selling merch, merch. even had a match. The Destroyer of Gods is selling merch like crazy on the internet. And today, or late last night, he put out a tweet that simply stated, Breakout. Maybe that's a tease referencing that he's going to make his debut mm-hmm. at the Breakout Tournament in the next couple of weeks. Who knows? Um, other people chiming in here about NXT and this breakout tournament. Uh, Michael Campo is saying, I hope Rick Steiner's son is going to be a part of that tournament. Yes, he is one of the hot hands that WWE has in the performance center. Uh, they have not announced or confirmed any names for the tournament yet. Am I correct? We haven't, we haven't gotten any confirmed. Like this person's going to be in the tournament, right? No, they haven't released any names. The only thing that, uh, that surfaced on that, there was some qualifying matches for 205 live earlier this week, uh, on yesterday's episode before the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And there were two names that, uh, that they debuted on 205 live, but I'm not sure those are going to be included in the breakout tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll certainly be interesting. Uh, I think the NXT crowd, which is much more, you know, hardcore men, 18 to 34, doing my heavy metal style wrestling, could appreciate a tournament maybe even more than a Raw or a SmackDown crowd, which is a little bit wider and, and more broad. NXT uh, usually does really well with tournaments. Um, yeah. The CWC did very well there. The, the, the Dusty the, Cup. Yeah. The Dusty so, Cup. I mean, all those yeah. tournaments, they do really well at the CWC or, or when it's at the NXT venue there. So, yeah, I think this, this tournament should do pretty well. And even if it's not like the best tournament, it's still, it gives the match stakes. Like, you know, so like if you're with them week to week, you're still getting something very, very special, or at least that feels consequential, you know, in, in some regard. Exactly. 
Um, uh, we also, if you want to check out more about NXT, we covered Adam Cole saying that he thinks NXT is on this, the level of Raw and SmackDown. That episode is up from yesterday, so you can check that out on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, so let's get into uh, one more thing here. Do I believe we covered everything? I do want to get, yeah, we got everything. Couple, yeah, we got everything. Um, I don't, yes, I want to mention this though before we forget. We have a podcast, all right? We have a podcast version of everything we're doing now, and you need to subscribe to that. If you're a podcast person, you like listening to podcasts, it's available on Spotify, it's available on Apple iTunes. We're trying to grow that and do some special, special things with it. Also, I want to put this out there and sound off in the comments. I want to hear from the people that watch our stuff all the time, too, specifically for this, the the diehards, the regulars, the the, the people we know. We, we can say your name, and we know your name, and we're very familiar with it. We're very grateful. What do you think about Watch Along? To honor the 10th anniversary of the Summer of Punk in WWE. Mm. I'm talking about Money in the Bank 2011, a show I attended live. I can still feel the chills from Section 216 at the Allstate Arena. CM Punk taking on John Cena for the WWE Championship. Money in the Bank. We want to do a rewatch of that. How do you guys feel about it? Do you want to watch it with us? We can all watch it at the same time and react and get your comments on screen. It'd be really, really cool. I think that'd be a fun thing to do before Money in the Bank. If you guys are down for that, hit the emoji buttons, uh, hit the comments, let us know what you thought of that match. For sure, let's do a watch along. Uh, we're thinking about it, and we want to do it if, if it's something you want to do. So if you if you really want to do it, you know, let us know. Let us know what you think. Sound here. off in the comments. Send us a message. Send us a DM. Let us know what you want to do. I think we're also going to put some polls out on that, too. So yeah. we appreciate it if you guys have engaged on the polls and mm -hmm. let us know if you want to watch this. Watch along. Money in the Bank, 2011, 10 years ago. Monumental. Historic. It was Money awesome. In the bank. It was awesome, dude. I was there. I, was, I will never forget the, the pop when he just came out. He just came out. When he came out, it was like it was like. It, oh man, it was manna from heaven, dude. It was it was something special here. Uh, I'll we'll, we'll, I'll jump in this question here before we sign off. I like this question here. Uh, off uh, off of the topics we already covered, David David saying, uh, does anyone like that they are still pushing Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre on this week's Raw, we covered this extensively on our channel, uh, is once again back in the hunt for the WWE Championship, even though he wasn't supposed to be after winning the Hell in a Cell match. He got in the last chance triple threat. Won it this past Monday on Monday at Raw. He's now qualified for Money in the Bank. Uh, it is a wide field of competitors. Uh, and there are some other favorites in there. Uh, but he's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. If he wins the Money in the Bank, you guys know the deal. He can cash it in for whenever he wants a title shot. I believe at any of the champions, Roman Reigns or Bobby Lashley, respectively. Um, is it too much Drew? Is it too much of a Drew thing uh, in WWE? What do you think? I don't think so. Uh, and I can, I can, I understand where the, where the viewers are coming from or some people that yeah. are a little bit exhausted from Drew McIntyre, but I'm looking from it from a business standpoint. Now that you're coming back with fans and on the road, you want to have your top guy because him not being champion does not mean he's not the top guy. He Drew is the top guy on on Monday Night Raw, even though but he's it, has not it, champion. Is it, has it just naturally worn its course where it's just like, you know, with the 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 regular, just constant role of WWE's beast, have people said like, "Oh, I like Drew, but I've just seen enough of him, and I'd like to see someone else in a more prominent role, and maybe pull back the brakes on Drew." I've heard, I've seen some more people say that, and I'm not saying I agree with you. Uh, I think if you have compelling matches, it really doesn't matter. But he had a great year considering everything. He had the title for the most of the year, exactly. You know, uh, and and tried to do as much as he could with it, and and also lost. 
You know, he lost at WrestleMania. Yeah, distraction finish, dusty finish, right? He still looks like a million bucks. They've added some weird talky stuff with him in the Braveheart stuff. And I've heard some other people say, you know, he never got what he deserved. He never got the pop. That's another argument, you know. too. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we interviewed him, and you guys can check out the interview. It's on an episode of Inside Cradle, once again on the channel, uh, where he said that that pop when he came back in front of a crowd was very, very special. Like, it was extremely special and something he would never, ever take back. Uh, and and it was alluded to, yeah. Like I, it, it was assumed he was going to win the title at WrestleMania. Like it was uh, one of the more predictive things and one of the biggest swerves of the weekend. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, we have other people saying he carried WWE during the pandemic era. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And the sad thing is, do you think he would, it, he would then get? He would then get like, all right, here you go. You know, here it is. Uh, and what do you do with him at SummerSlam? I don't know if you can put him back in the ring with Lashley again. You know, like because it's just That's it's true. another. It, uh, like you got to figure out something. It's else fatigue. Yes, but it's, I think it's, it's fatigue with him around the title. I think you could do something if they gave him a grudge, if they gave him something a little bit more unique, a personal issue that he could pursue uh, away from the title because he's been around the title now since almost two years, almost a year and a half. You know, yeah, that's a year long. And a half. It's just a long time by today's standards with how much content we get every single week. You're right, and 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 I and I can totally understand that side. But I I also think if you do put the money in the bank briefcase on him, and let him carry that for as long as he wants to, and not necessarily cash it in babyface style, but maybe have him do a little heel turn while cashing it in, or just like tween it up, you know, be or tween it up. Yeah, yeah, I think that could bring you yeah. know some entertainment value for Drew McIntyre and not necessarily having him be the champion but still keeping him as one of your top guys. Uh James Allward with this comment Drew wins money in the bank and will end up challenging Roman. He, I I don't see that happening because why would he get that when he's not when he can't get a shot at Lashley anymore. If Lashley's the, the champion, he can't have a shot at him. Uh he gets the money in the bank and the money bank brings him over to SmackDown. That could justify it if there's a draft and he has the briefcase with him, and he goes with it. I could see that, but then it's like, well, why aren't you going after Lashley? If this is the guy you've been chasing and chasing and chasing, and then you have an opportunity when you aren't supposed to have it anymore at Lashley to finally settle the score with him and get that title back from him. For me, it just makes more sense, but at the same time, it, it, it's more in its course, and I think if you came back to it like in a year, you know, like but there's if, you back, if you did, if you did Lashley, thing, if you did Lashley versus McIntyre again at next year's WrestleMania and some type of gimmick, uh, I think that would be a little bit more compelling. Get them away from each other. I understand. It, let it refresh itself. That's just what I'm saying. But here's uh, the thing, though. Like, okay, well, like Drew McIntyre having, let's say he does win the Money in the Bank ladder match, right? Mm -hmm. Um does that still disqualify him for challenge? Because he doesn't need to challenge him. He just needs to go and cash it in. So he could be Lashley could be at his most vulnerable and Drew yeah. can still cash it. Does in. does the ruling of him like losing? That's what the, I'm saying. Yeah, the gimmick at, at Money in the Bank was you're right, that makes sense. The gimmick at Hell in a Cell was if he lost, he couldn't challenge Lashley for the title again. Exactly. Like, like, so I could see something there. It's very intriguing. All right. Once it is. Again, you've, it is. you've used this thing called logic that, that slipped past me. <laughs> uh, along with rolling R's also slipped past me. Uh, so we have a lot of that here. Uh, if you had a good time, go ahead and hit that like button. Let us know what you think here. 
Uh, people want a real push from Ricochet. Ricochet pushing people off the apron this week. You Monumental match on Monday night, man. What that was match? That was a Lucha Underground quality match. That was unbelievable. That was Johnny Mundo versus Prince Puma I heard again a lot of on that. WWE. It was one of the best matches I've ever seen on Monday Night Raw. Go seek it out. Well worth it. Sound off in the comments below if you're watching on demand. Let us know what you think with the uh, the old emoji buttons. And, and go ahead and get subscribed to our YouTube channel with those notifications on. We'll be live tonight after AEW and the return to Wednesday nights. Good on them, finally. Hopefully, they don't get beat. We don't know if they get they, they could have more preemptions. We got the NBA finals you know, coming up. Even too. though that the show is a little later, that then because we've been doing the debrief for uh, at 8 30 is on Wednesdays, just covering mm -hmm. NXT and the uh, previous weeks of AEW. But having both of them back to back, it feels normal. It feels like we're back to normal again, back into the routine. So I'm excited for you guys tonight, 10 05 p.m., the debrief here on Sports Keto Wrestling. Absolutely get involved in it. Follow him on the Twitter machine. You can see it there on screen. You can follow me as well. I am busy. I am uh, playing Zanies tonight, uh, the world famous comedy club Zanies. And then this weekend, I'll be at the Comedy Shrine, a comedy museum at the Fox Valley Mall in Aurora, Illinois. I will be there Friday and Saturday opening for Jamie Salmon. You've seen him on Netflix. You see him on Comedy Central. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'll be opening for him. Uh, a lot to do. A lot of content to consume and broadcast to you. So thank you so much for your support. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what, Jose? You gotta enjoy wrestling. Have a good night, guys.